saw a meme on Facebook that is utterly perfect for tonight's show. It was a picture of a bus stop, one of those glass enclosures with a bench inside of it. A poster on one of the walls said, if it makes you happy, it doesn't have to make sense to others. That is what tonight's show is all about. 
I have said for many, many years that nobody should have to apologize for their taste in music. And I mean that. We like what we like. The heart wants what the heart wants. If your favorite song is a theme from Sesame Street, then you should wear that thing out on your turntable or your phone or whatever. Some music, some bands are considered to be cool. It's generally the ones that want you to think that they aren't in this for the fame or the money, even though most of them are. Led Zeppelin is probably the coolest of the cool, or maybe that's Jimi Hendrix, or possibly Neil Young, David Bowie maybe, the late Kurt Cobain. All supremely gifted musicians and songwriters. All of them totally cool. You know who isn't cool? Neil Diamond. Even though Neil Diamond could sell out arena shows year after year, somehow he was someone that would get you mocked endlessly if the wrong person caught you listening to Forever in Blue Jeans. About 10 years ago, it was pointed out to me that my hero, Billy Joel, is not cool. Given what is happening with his career right now, I would beg to differ, but there was a long period there where my guy got no respect. He was the butt of jokes in the Hangover movies. I'm pretty sure it's because he wrote Uptown Girl, but you know, whatever. Perception is reality, and a lot of people perceive Bill as not cool. I don't care. I like what I like, and I don't care what other people think. Now, I can hear a lot of you asking, Rich, you're as guilty as anyone of calling music uncool. How do you balance that out? Well, I am a music snob. That is true, and I have strong opinions on things. But never, not one time, have I ever belittled a person for listening to music that moves them. I might tease Danny about his love of the 1975, but I've never told Danny that he's a loser because he loves that band. That would be a really crappy thing to do, and he's not a loser. I would just sound stupid. Point is, tonight, we bring you the Guilty Pleasures show. Songs that we love that are decidedly not cool. For better or worse, we're outing ourselves tonight as fans of some of that music on the margins. Listen if you want. Maybe you'll feel validated. Maybe you'll be disgusted. I don't care. And I sure as hell know that Danny doesn't either. My name is Rich Larson. His name is Daniel G. Moyer. This is The Weekly List. Well, good evening, everybody. You're listening to AM 1080 and FM 95.1 KYMN Radio in beautiful downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us once again for another edition of The Weekly List. Danny, the day is finally here. I know. We, the, the, today is the day that we just open our souls to our, to our listeners and say, you know what? We love this stuff and we can't help it. You know, here's the thing. I mean, you and I had the conversation. I'm, I'm kind of confused about the whole guilty pleasures. Thing. I know you are. You I, and I had that. I knew this I, was going to be tough for you to begin with. You know, and I'm like, you know, I, 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 the term guilty pleasures almost assumes like somehow there should be like secret shame in loving this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. of, of the songs that I picked, I really kind of took it as, Here's an opportunity to pick six songs that will really piss Rich off. So I picked them. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's really only one song that I'm actually kind of marginally like, ooh, I don't yeah. want to stick my yeah. name on. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I um I, I I it was really hard for me to put an air supply song 
on, on the weekly oh. list. And and actually, we have two. Why are there two Air Supply songs uh, on this show tonight? Because uh, on Saturday, today is the 22nd, yes. right? Tomorrow's the 23rd, making Saturday the 24th, right? You, Daniel G. Moyer, are yep. going to see Air Supply at uh, yep. Mystic Lake Casino. It's, it's very simple. I was... I had bought a ticket to see them last year um, when they, they're playing Mystic Lake. They're, and so I had bought a ticket for myself to go last year in February. And because I was laid up, I couldn't go. Right. And so when they announced, hey, they're coming back. I think it's every February that Air Supply plays Mystic Lake. And I only live 10, mon- 10 minutes away. So I'm like, dude, you know, I got to go. So I just bought a cheap ticket so I can just be in the room. That's that's such a curious thing because Air Supply, of course, is an Australian band. Yeah. Right? What the hell are they doing in Minnesota in February? That's a good question. You know, like, um, like they could I, be in for, summer right now. For, they, for the record, just stay home I love and be Air Supply. Yeah, I know you do. You know, they've, they've got 17 albums. Did you know that? They have 17 albums. 17. All studio albums. That They've got a bunch of live albums and things like that. And you know, I guarantee you Lost in Love will be one of the songs that they well, play. Like, and I, I, I told you when you told me you were going to see them, I said, I would go if I only got to go and listen to them play Lost in Love. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, I, I'm imagining that. I've never seen them. Um did you know that Lost in Love is not even their first album? Yeah, I I, I did know that because yeah. I looked I looked it up earlier this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cuz I've got I've got um an album that came out right before called Love and Other Blue Bruises. I've actually got that on vinyl. And I've got it from in vinyl from back in the day from like whenever it came out in 79. And Lost in Love is their fourth record, man. Yeah. I know. And Fourth it's, album. It, it's the album that broke them in America. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I just love that song. And I love the fact that you've got two guys in that band, both with the name Russell in it. You've got yeah. Graham Russell and, and Russell, Russell Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Do you know that um, uh, Air Supplies, like the peak of their career, came crashing, that literally came crashing down in the Twin Cities? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be- because State fair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in 1983, Air Supply was playing at the State Fair, and Russell Hitchcock, who was the shorter guy with a high voice, uh, fell yep. off the stage and yep. hurt himself pretty badly. Actually, I've I've got the vinyl of the. They were on the Now and Forever tour, right? And I've got the vinyl of that, and I've got the clipping from the Star Trib in the uh, sleeve oh, wow. of that album. Wow! And th- that was it. Like he fell off the stage. They had to cancel the rest of that tour. Air Supply fell off the charts, and they've never been back. Well, they did have some hits afterwards, like "Making Love Out of Nothing" at all. That wasn't. That was. That was. That was on their greatest hits. Right. Right. That was a hit. No, it was a huge hit. But I thought that was. Yeah, that, I thought that that's came what they after were. Now I thought, and forever. I thought they were touring behind that. No, no, okay. they were touring behind the Now and Forever album. Well, "Making Love Out of Nothing" at all was the, the their last big hit. I think that yeah. that's probably yeah. yeah. Yeah, they. I will say that when Russell Hitchcock fell off the the St. Paul State Fair stage, that was really they didn't they weren't they didn't have quite the same afterwards. They just weren't. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, lost in love is the one air supply song that I I will outwardly admit to liking, 
and <laughs> I, I, I have to say, good, I have to tell, no, <laughs> I have to tell you that I actually kind of went down a little bit of an air supply rabbit hole today. Easy to do, man. And you know, like, um, you know, the one that you love is not a good song, right? But what's the other one? Uh, All Out of Love. All Out of Love. Not bad. Not terrible. I like right? that. But Lost in Love, you know, and it, it, that's just, that's just my song. That's a good one. That's a good but one. there's also American Hearts. No. Uh, it's just a lot of stuff. I love the song Sweet Dreams. Close. No, no, no. I don't oh, like yeah. that song at all. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're just going to sit here and like. This is like, guilty pleasures, man. Yeah, exactly. And I, me, that stuff is cool. Well, you like air supply sort of across the board. That's one of your guilty pleasures. Congratulations. Well, I don't class, classify it as that, but you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, the the next song. When, when I have to explain to people that you like air supply, I have to tell people that it's one of your guilty pleasures. I just I have to classify well, it that way for you, folks. Wow, air supply is one of Danny's guilty pleasures. Well, so is Neil Diamond, by the way. Well, and he's one of I. I love Neil Diamond, and and my wife's family is a Neil Diamond family, right? Like like I married into a Neil Diamond family. I love Neil Diamond. I make no bones about it. I'm not embarrassed by it. Neil Diamond's a, gu- a guilty pleasure. I mean, I, I think I think what you have to look at with this with this music, there's a certain amount of schmaltz and schlock, yeah. right? That that goes into like there's sappy songs which I love, right? They're generally produced to within an inch of their lives. Right. Are you, so you're talking like the kitchen sink production. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, the, 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 like, like I said, the entire bottle of ketchup on the French fries. Right. right? <laughs> um, um, and you know, they, they, they're, it's, it's, it's the songs that your parents like, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Now you and I are, I mean, we are smack dab into the age where we could be grandparents, but we all know what we're talking about here. Right. Yeah, and I guess for me, I, I, and and I'm hoping that this show tonight is really going to be an exploration of what the concept of guilty pleasures are. At least for me, because I'm hoping to gain something on this. Because I'm like, you're just going to have to, you're just, you're just going to have to, to, to figure that out for yourself. I think we all, <laughs> oh, have, I know, we all have some sort of definition. But you just because you don't, you know, you're the you're the classic. I don't see color, right? Like you you. <laughs> You don't see genre, right? You no, I don't. You to you, music is all on a flat line. It's you yeah. like it. You like everything, right? Yeah. I don't, and I can <laughs> see this. I, I I I can see in that that fourth dimension what's good and what's not, and what's cool and what's not. And anyway. and, and as with most things, I honestly don't care. I know, and that's the beautiful. That, <laughs> That's what makes that's what makes this partnership such a beautiful thing. <laughs> All right. Okay, so the, the 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 next song I can is probably the closest I can come to a guilty pleasure in the sense of there's bits of I can get it from the the standpoint that a certain song if I hear it kind of makes me feel a little cringy or a little freakly. <laughs> um this, the song that we're going to play is Donnie and Marie Osmond with a song called Deep Purple. Donnie and Marie. I'm going to, I'm going to, first of all, this is a cover. The original was from uh, somebody named Nino Tempo, 
and April Stevens, and it, uh, the original came out in 1963. Oh, good. The Donnie and Marie version came out in 1973. Yeah. And just to kind of set up, I was, I was prime. I was like six, seven years old mm -hmm. when this came out. Mm -hmm. And what I remember, and it gets into a personal thing, when I was a kid, I lived in Columbus, Ohio, and I went to Tremont Elementary School. And the thing about living in Ohio, I was so close to the OSU campus, Ohio State, um, that what I remember is that's that year, and I think it was probably second grade for me, um, there was a bunch of university or uh, Ohio State University students that were conducting some kind of psychological experiment <laughs> where they had a tape machine, a reel-to-reel -reel tape machine that was playing music. And when the the lunchroom sound levels got too high, they turned down the music and they turned off the music. And when we all got quiet, they would turn it back on. Hmm. And so it would be going on for a little bit and we'd, you know, normal second right. grade chatter, right. elementary school chatter, we'd get too loud and then it would be turned off again. And so they were kind of, it was a little bit of crowd manipulation thing. Sure. Um, and one of the songs that they played was this song, Deep Purple by oh. Donnie and Marie. Wow. So so you were being psychologically experimented on and tortured with Donnie and, Marie. and tortured with Donnie and Marie. Yeah. So that's, but okay. at the same time, at that That explains that so age, much to me. It, it explains a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it, um, you have to understand that I used to watch the Donnie and Marie show every Friday night. And Donnie had those purple socks and I had wore purple socks and I thought he was like the coolest because when you're like seven, he is the coolest. I, well, okay. I watched Donnie and Marie every Friday night also. I never thought Donnie was cool ever. Oh, Not one time. I, I, I think I even had purple socks. Do you remember the, like uh, the, there was the, the, the one thing that I, I remember about Donnie and Marie, the Donnie and Marie show like I remember watching was they did a parody where they were like it was is Donnie Maria show in the Soviet Union, Donsky and Mariski. Oh. oh yeah, see that was that was what was passing for humor on ABC and at, at seven o'clock on Friday nights in nineteen seventy eight. I remember when they did a thing on Star Wars in nineteen seventy seven, and it was cool because Donnie played Luke, and I think it was Chris Christopherson. Their special guest who played Han Solo. Chris Christopherson was on that show, man. I'm pretty sure it was Gosh. Chris Christopherson. Wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway. That was kind of when I learned who Chris Christopherson was. Oh, my God. On the Donnie and Marie you heard show. It? You were, oh, oof, oof. Doesn't this explain more stuff than you? Because the star was born, had just come out like the year before. This is already a deep look into your soul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just but, play this song. Yeah, this, the spoken word part is where I kind of get a little treacled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody enjoy this one. Yeah. <laughs> From 1973? Yes, 1973. This is Donnie and Marie with Deep Purple, and you're listening to the Guilty Pleasures show on the weekly list on 95.1 KYMN. Begin to twinkle in the sky. 
and the deep purple fog over sleepy garden walls, and the stars begin to twinkle in the sky. In the midst of a memory, you wander back to me, breathing my name with a sigh. is making you lonely you can always go downtown when you've got worries all the noise and the hurry seems to help I know downtown just listen to the music of the traffic in the city linger on the sidewalk where the neon signs are pretty how can you lose the lights so much brighter there you can't forget all your troubles forget all your cares so go downtown things will be great when you're downtown no final place for sure downtown everything's waiting for you downtown don't hang around and let your problems surround you there are movies shows downtown maybe you know some little places to go to where they never close downtown just listen to the rhythm of a gentle bossing over you'll be dancing with them too before the night is over happy again the lights are much brighter there you can't forget all your troubles forget all your cares so go Troubles, forget all our cares, so go down, down. 
from 1964. That was the immortal Petula Clark with Downtown. Danny, actually, um, the one of the biggest disappointments of this show, I the, like doing a little research, and I didn't do much research for this show, but I did a little. Um, I'd always thought that Marvin Hamlish wrote that song. No, it's a guy by the name of Tony Hatch. Tony Hatch. I don't know who the hell Tony Hatch is, but no he's the guy who wrote. Hatch. He's the guy who wrote Downtown. Doesn't that sound like a Marvin Hamlish song? Like it just. It does. You know, yeah. I, it, it just. I don't know. Anyway. It, yeah, it sounds like yeah, Marvin Hamlish, and you get into the Burt Bacharach. Well, yeah, kinda, but, exactly. You know that that kind of thing. You know, Burt Bacharach is not um, represented on this show tonight, and. As I'm thinking about it, that's kind of a shame. We might have to do another Guilty Pleasures show one of these days. Oh, I, yeah. That's kind of a shame because, you know, like, you know, what the world needs now. Yeah. You know, right? Any, There's uh, no uh, Dion Warwick. This guy's in love with you, right? I mean, yeah. th- 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 you know who else isn't on this show? Frankie Valley, man. No Neil Sadaka. No. I got a great story about laughter in the rain uh, that I'm going to tell you off the year later. Okay. Okay. Um. Anyway, that was Petula Clark. Now, I did not grow up, like I said, this is mostly like the songs that your parents like, right, tonight on, on this show. Um, and, and there's a lot of songs on here that I heard when I was a little kid on AM radio. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where my stuff comes from. This song, however, uh, this song to me represents the summer of 1989. Uh, when I was okay. the, the summer between my sophomore and junior year at, at, at St. Olaf College, when I lived right here in beautiful downtown Minnesota, or downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah, that apartment. On Division Street in a crappy little apartment above what is now a, uh, an antique store. Um, that was a cool, cool apartment for it you. It was a sweet apartment, but especially if you're 20 years old. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd even go inside that apartment right now. But, but <laughs> I, anyway, um, I lived with one of my uh, dearest friends from, from college, a guy named uh, Jeremy David Stolen, who has now like gone to the wind. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, I lost track of him about I, 25, 30 yeah, years. Yeah. I, 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 it's, it's probably 20 years since I lost track of Jeremy. Anyway, um, Downtown was a song that he would play in our apartment from time to time. It's a song that his mom loved, loved, right? And and like he he Jeremy was this flamboyant, dramatic guy, and like the when the when when the 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 strings would swell, and he'd like throw his hands in the air, and I mean just just I and I I I love that song because I love my friend Jeremy. Yeah. Wow. Um. I first of all, I honestly really do love that song um, for completely different reasons. <laughs> I've always liked it. I've always liked the melody. I like the brassiness of it. Mm-hmm. But back in the day when I um, I had a band, it was originally called Rubicon. Then it went through some changes, and then it was called Future Shock. And my brother Nate joined it. Oh, and this is in Elbow Lake, Minnesota. Do you know and, that I once wrote a song called Broken Down about my band breaking up and one of the oh, line, really? one of the lines was going to join the Moyer brothers they're putting together a band. Well, the first time that my brother ever played with me that my brother and I played together um in public 
we got this gig. There was this big downtown thing in Elbow Lake, Minnesota. And so we got hired to play on a street corner. We set up, you know, with the mar- with the stacks and everything. Mm-hmm. And we literally played on the street corner. Um, and we were to provide the musical entertainment. And so we had the volume up really loud. So you could hear it all the way throughout downtown. Elbow Lake, not huge, but it's a good three, three, four blocks. And I thought it would be funny to play the song Downtown by Petula Clark. <laughs> so we played that song. Please tell me you played, played like it. a punk version of, of Downtown. Yeah, it was yeah. really ragged and really loud. And the thing that my parents still laugh about is there was this one guy, and I I, I forget what his name is. He was really quite old mm-hmm. at the time. And mm-hmm. we're talking like, this is 86 or so. And he walked by us, and he literally had his hands over <laughs> his ears, and he kept saying, too loud, too loud, too loud. And that just, that, all that's going to do is make me play louder. And yeah. we played Downtown by Petula Clark a couple of times just because it was, probably because it was so uncool that we had to play it there, and then we thought it was cool. That's that's really, really I was like really beautiful that's just like that's absolutely hilarious actually <laughs> yeah so that's my experience with the song and i honestly do love it that's awesome i, I did the horn parts as like a lead guitar solo part <laughs> i love it that's perfect actually yeah that's awesome so, um you, you know what that's I my experience with downtown D- Danny is 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 in the bunker tonight. We're doing this this show yeah. via Zoom, and because of that, I I didn't prepare for this show the way I would normally prepare. And one of the things I didn't do is uh, print off a set list, so I'm having to sort of look things up as we. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm using the playlist on my phone, and yeah. I'm looking at it, and every once in a while it times out, and I gotta like <laughs> do the face ID thing. So, <laughs> apologize okay. for the confusion. Uh, let's move on to a song that I cannot tell you that I hate this song, Danny, but I don't yeah, like this. Hate this song. This song just leaves me cold. It doesn't affect me at all. It just like it moves through me, and then I, I, it's like it just never even happened. Okay, we're talking about Ace of Base. The song is called "The Sign," and it was their second single um, off that. Uh, first of all. Um, Wasn't their first single a cover of Neil Diamond's Don't Turn Around? No, no. It was All That She Wants was the first single. But they did a cover of Neil Diamond's Don't Turn Around. Ace of Bass did. Uh, Yes, yes. yes, But that came later. Yeah, that was later on. All right. Um, But so anyhow, the sign. This, I, first of all, I I loved Ace of Bass's record, uh, I think, which was called The Sign. But um, they're a Swedish pop group. I love the band ABBA, and I love the fact that you ABBA love had... Scandinavian pop. I do. That's yes. it's real European. Folks, stuff. we're going to announce this right now. At some, I want you because I want you to be prepared for this. It'll probably happen sometime this summer. Probably like at the same same about uh, time when they're going through the white nights in in Norway, right when the sun doesn't set. Right, Danny is going to bring you an aha show, and he yes. has told me that he is not going to play take on me no i am during not. that show i don't know what he's going to do I, he's going to be flying solo and i might not even listen to the show but just just so you know he's doing this it's going to be freaking brilliant anyway back to ace of bass 
Okay, so I love ABBA and I love Ace of Bass. I like the idea. Both bands have two men in them that are only there for the instrumental stuff, and then the two women sing. Mm -hmm. And you've got a blonde and a brunette. So very, very similar to ABBA, and Ace of Bass is kind of like the next generation ABBA. What I love about this song. What? Techno ABBA. Yeah, Techno ABBA. But what I like about this is one of my all-time favorite movies is um, The Hitman's Bodyguard mm-hmm. with uh, Samuel. I've, ne- I've never um, seen that movie. Oh, you should watch it. Yeah, it, it looks like hilarious. the kind of thing I'd love. And it, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. And one of the best moments is um, Samuel L. Jackson is trying to be all badass and everything. And so Ryan Reynolds sits there and he he's obsessed with the song The Sign. And he just starts singing it in that Ryan Reynolds, I saw the sign yeah, 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 kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. And it's 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 just absolutely annoying. And you realize he's singing it because he's intentionally making fun because it's so uncool and he is not cool. No. He may be a hitman, but he's not or a bodyguard, but he's not cool. And that movie was just on oh. TV about a week and a half ago. And I laugh at that scene every time. And I went, oh, perfect. I got to put the there sign in. There it is. Okay. That's All the whole reason. And I actually do love the song. I think this is an insanely well-crafted pop song that is in- incredibly catchy. Okay. All right. So from 1990, what was it? Uh, no, I'm going to put this. I think it. I was living in Grinnell at the time. I think it's like 93, 94. Oh, I'm actually going to look this up. So okay. Say something really intelligent for a few minutes. Really intelligent. Um. Yeah, every time I hit my phone to try to get information, it plays the song. So <laughs> I apologize for that. We, we're ramshackling it tonight. <laughs> we, we kind of are. It, it, you know, I, we're out of practice with you uh, uh, being uh, up in Eden Prairie doing this. Yeah, yeah, doing this remotely. Um, yeah. Okay. The sign, Sometimes that's how it works. Uh, but um, uh, hang on. Here no, I, 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 for some weird reason, it from nineteen ninety three. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah. yeah. This is Ace of Bass with The Sign on 95.1 KYMM.
is always gonna be here anyway. Could not be caught that didn't bite But you got some beta waiting And I think I might like Nibbling a little afternoon delight From 1976 The Starland vocal band With the classic Afternoon Delight What's that song about, Rich? Well, I can tell I you mean... what I thought it was about In 1976 <laughs> Jeez. It's a huge hit, 1976, right? I'm seven years old. I thought it was about fireworks. Sure, yeah. Because it was the Bicentennial, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. I thought that song was about fireworks. And I think every kid our age thought the same sure. thing. We were all in our 20s when we went, oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> it, what it, that's about. One of my favorite moments in my favorite movie of all time, which is Good Will Hunting, yep. is when Matt Damon, you know, Will Hunting is sitting on, and I think it's George Plimpton, yes, he is, who is playing the therapist. Yep, he's sitting and he starts reciting the lyrics. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets thrown out of the ther- the, I, the best part about many that reasons why that movie I relate to. The, the best part it. about that is the uh, the end credits uh, crawl across the screen to Afternoon Delight by the Starland Vocal Band. Yes, yes, 
Yes. yes. Yeah. I just love that. I love, and I will I'll tell you this also: the intro to that song, the 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 acoustic guitar and the 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 the, the, the guitar underneath it and the strings, mm-hmm. good as it gets. Like maybe the, my favorite, like twenty five seconds of music out there. Like just I, th- good as it gets, right there. I will tell you though, I have the thing that I like most about the is the harmony vocals that yeah. are together. Yeah, and. I do have if you know there's a lot of times we listen to music and you go yeah if I would change this from this to this and you know we're, we're looking at it from production techniques mm-hmm. for me what really kind of this hurts the song is that trilling up words of the uh, at the end and they end with afternoon delight mm-hmm. if the song ended right there where it, what does a disservice is that the last three seconds of the song that are instrumental. I, I just end it with the acapella afternoon, afternoon delight, delight and call it done. Interesting. I never thought about I've, it. But interesting. I've always heard it that way. And then when they come with it, I'm like, yeah, you just messed it up. You had it perfect. And then you threw that in. Okay. I think it's great at the beginning, but at the end you could, I would have cut that. All right. Well, Okay. You know what? <laughs> if we could transport you back to 1976, you might be able to save the Starland vocal band. Who knows? I could have. Right. You know, it's like you guys will never have a hit again if you don't cut that little thing. I'm going to cut you three three seconds of airtime. It'll get played more. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I, I can't remember if I first heard that song on, on you know, 1976 AM radio or if I heard it on a KTEL album. I was going to say it was probably on a KTEL. That's every one of these songs. It was either off AM radio in the 70s, almost every one of these songs, except for one, uh, either off of AM radio in the 70s or it was off a KTEL album. Absolutely. Those KTEL records, you discovered a lot of stuff yeah. on that because. Now, those are my selections because your selections are a little more diverse time wise. You have one now from 1984. Yes, yes. Okay. This one, as we're thinking about this, um, I was, I get up really, really early in the morning. Um, I get up at four o'clock and I'm going to the gym. You are the only person I can text when I get up in the morning because you're the only (laughs) other person I know who's up that early. Yeah. So I'm going to the gym and I'm very much a strong believer that the first song that you hear every morning sets the tone for the entire day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... I've got Sirius Radio on my car, and it's good because I don't have to think. And mm-hmm. one of the channels that I've got it at, because I'm my age, is the 80s. And so I get into the car, and when the thing that's cool about that uh, the Sirius Radio is when you turn it on, whatever station you're on, it's going to start at the beginning of a song. Sure. Always. That's cool. You know, it might be on live radio, it might be a minute and a half mm-hmm. into it, but it starts for me at the very beginning. Yeah. So... About a week and a half ago, I get in the car and I'm on my way to the gym and Rhythm of the Night by DeBarge starts. And I'm like, wow, this is, and I just enjoy it. It sounds so joyful. It sounds like sunny. Uh, It's sunny and I can't help but smile when I hear that song. And for me to start the day with that, and I had a good vibe all day long, um, working and everything like that, had a great workout. So I have that has to be a guilty pleasure for me. So if I hear rhythm of the night to start my day, I know I'm going to have a good day. 
when this song it's came the out, anti Matchbox Twenty. Excellent. There not it is. not a uh, not a bad luck song among the DeBarge folks. Okay. No. I'm not a big DeBarge fan, but man, I well, love and, that. And song. that's the funny part about it. Like, I actually kind of like Matchbox Twenty. I just can't listen to them. I'm not a big DeBarge guy at all. This is the one song that I can I can accept. This yeah. song to me, like, it came out in 1980. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> it's 84, I think. Yeah, song came out in 1984 when I was 15 years old. When I was 15 years old, my favorite place in the whole world was Florida. I loved, mm-hmm. I loved it when my family would go to Florida for like spring break or whatever. It was, it was, it was really good. This song sounds to me in 1984 like Florida. It, yeah. It's sunny. It's, 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 it, there's some of them there. There's some of the, the steel drum thing. Uh, the steel drum stuff in there. It's just, yeah, you know, so. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I. I Thank you. I you have to say. be in a bad mood. Thank you for not picking the Who's Johnny song by DeBarge. Oh, no, I can't stand I, that song. I thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. I, I, okay, we And agree. that was not DeBarge, though. That was L. DeBarge. Oh, That was the lead was. singer. It was. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so, and it okay. was from the Short Circuit 2 movie. Yeah, yeah which is <laughs> terrible. Just terrible. Okay. Anyway. I, yeah. From 1984 and the Rhythm of the Night album. This yeah. is DeBarge with Rhythm of the Night. You're listening to the weekly with the 95.1 KYMN. The Smile.
not much How about you? I'm not sure why I called I guess I really just wanted to talk to you And I was thinking maybe later on We could get together for a while It's been such a long time and I really do miss your smile I'm not talking about moving in and I don't want to change your life But there's a warm wind blowing the stars around And I'd really love to see you tonight a drive along the beach or stay at home and watch TV you see it really doesn't matter much to me I'm not talking about moving in and I don't want to change your life but there's a warm wind blowing the stars around and I'd really love to see you tonight I won't ask for So you don't have to lie We both played that game before Say I love you then say goodbye I'm not talking about moving in And I don't want to change your life But there's a warm wind blowing the stars around And I'd really love to see you tonight Danny, there's a warm wind blowing the stars around. I'm yeah. not talking about moving in. I don't want to change your life, but I'd really love to see you tonight. I know. God, I love that song so much. That, that is a yacht rock classic. Oh, you got to oh. give full points. I don't. I, I don't even know why that's a guilty pleasure. From, that should be a from sincere appreciation. May of 1976, in my mind, maybe a top 30 of all time song. That was England Dan and John Ford Coley with "I'd Really Love to See You Tonight." I think. I think. That that song would qualify. You know how like when you're a kid you, and you listen to the radio all the time and like, you know, you got a favorite song yeah. and your favorite song changes from month to month or whatever, right? That song would qualify as my first ever favorite song. Okay, so I got to ask you a question. I mean, you just said top 30, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So why is that a guilty pleasure? Why that isn't just oh, a because, sincere because, because well, I love it, but yeah. most of the world does not. Most of the world thinks that's a wussy boy song that's not, oh, and it's on, not man. cool. It's not, dude, it is, it is sappy as hell. It is produced within an inch of its life. It's a, yeah. it's a light rock song from 1976. First of all, Yacht Rock in and of itself, as much as I love Yacht Rock, you don't understand this. As much as I love Yacht Rock, and I do, I love it all, yeah. right? Like Rupert Holmes and the Escape song, all that. I love oh. it. Michael McDonald, love it all, right? Christopher Cross, man. Is not cool. It's just I not like, cool. 
It oh, is not man, considered that's... cool. It is the stuff that people laugh at when they hear it. You don't, you're just wired differently. You don't get this, but this but, is how. See, okay. Here, here's the thing though. That first Christopher Cross record, you listen to that. Those all the top studio cats and it's it's freaking amazing. It I, won like a bazillion Grammys. I love it. And Christopher Cross can shred, right? Yes. But it's not cool. It's just not. It's just not see, cool. Is, I don't get that. I just don't. Because I, I was watching a thing with Rick Beato talking yeah, about. I love Rick Beato, by the way. His guitar tones on sailing. And Christopher Cross was talking about writing the song. He goes, I had the main thing for a year and I couldn't put it together. And then one time I accidentally hit this one chord and that became the bridge. And as soon as I got the bridge, I had the song finished. I'm like, I'm so, I should have put sailing on this list, but oh. I'm not embarrassed. I listen to sailing all the time. I love that whole thing. I'm not, record. I'm not embarrassed to play any of these songs except for maybe deep purple. Well, that's your song, not mine, <laughs> we uh, agree but, on but I, 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 I'm not embarrassed. That's just that I, I it's like it's, Jeremy Stolen used to say to me, right? Okay. It's okay to like crap. He didn't say crap. It's okay yeah. to like crap. Just know that it's crap. Right. Yeah, I remember him saying that. Right. Okay. That's what a lot of this stuff is. It is. It is. It is schmaltzy. It is sappy. It is. It. It is deeply, deeply romantic. Hits you in the feels. It, it's got those hooky, hooky, seriously hooky melodies. Right. It's not cool. There is a little bit of syrup on there, and I, I got to tell you, a I little. I, I I mean I love that song, but there's a lot. I mean it's a whole bottle of Mrs. Butterworths on that song, man. <laughs> but look, the dude's name is England Dan. I gotta like that. Do you, you know, know who England, England do you, Dan? Do you know who England Dan is, or well, was? He just passed away, actually. Dan Seals. Oh yeah, yeah, from yeah. Seals and Croft. No, no, not from Seals and was Croft. Was it was it Seals' brother? Uh, no, no, Dan Seals went on to have a, a pretty successful uh, country music career in the 1980s. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Dan Seal. Not Seals. Dan Seal. Yeah. Anyway. Dan Seal. Yeah. Anyway. Then I don't know where. Well, Seals and Croft, I guess I'm thinking about that kind of stuff too. Not cool. And now we take a moment to honor those who have passed over to the great beyond. The weekly list remembers one more fallen hero with. Another one bites the dust. Sponsored by the Stiff Funeral Home of Danville, Kentucky, reminding you that the very first three letters of funeral are F U N. This segment is also sponsored by Imminent Brewing, the very best choice to enjoy your final adult beverage. Another one bites the dust. Don't give up on us, baby Don't make the wrong seem right The future isn't just one night Oh, yes, the dulcet tones of the late, great David Soul. Yeah, uh, he died just on January 4th. January 4th. Um, now, it is, I mean, it is February 23rd, to, uh, 22nd today, so we're a little behind the eight ball on this one. But, a little? But there was no way we could do a guilty pleasure show and not 
talk about David Soul's passing. I mean, it's, yep, Corpus de Hutch. <laughs> David Soul, of course, was uh, Hutch to I can't even remember the other actor's name. To uh, the other guy, Starsky. Paul, something Glazer. Paul Michael Glazer. That's what it was. That's it. Paul Michael Glazer. Um, Hey, I'm Starsky and Hutch, man. You know what? I never actually saw a single episode of Starsky and Hutch, but oh. I know exactly. Yeah, you know. But he's Hutch, man. He's just Hutch. Yeah. Right. right. But what I know about David Soul is, uh, don't give up on us, baby. I remember that song Which, vividly from like nine, like third, fourth grade. I cannot believe that we did not put that in the set list. How, how is "Don't Give Up on Us, Baby" not on this show? It's just sad. Anyway, I did, especially with with, with 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 uh, David Soul just passing away. David Soul not only was he Hutch, he was also in Salem's Lot, that yep. the, the miniseries. Right, David Soul was born in Chicago, grew up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, attended Augustana College in Sioux Falls, South Dakota for a while, dropped out and came to Minneapolis to start a uh, a, a career as a musician. And would play the coffee houses around Seven Corners. Did you oh, know wow. this about David Soul? No, I did not. And then he went off to California, and became an actor, and became Hutch. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That was the thing. All right. Kenneth Hutchinson. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Um, anything, anything else on David Soul? We just have to honor the yeah. man. We, we, he was awesome. He was Hutch. Oh, he, I, yeah. I, I got one more thing I have to say. Because I will, always, I will always end the Another One Bites the Dust uh, segment. With a haiku about the fallen. Okay. Okay. The fallen. <laughs> I mean, look, hey, are, are, this are, is are, this is part of the reality. I mean, I know that there's might be some people that are offended. This is a reality. People die. And David Soul, man, he brought a lot of joy to a lot of people in his acting and in his music. And man, if that's a life well lived. Okay. All right. Here we go. A beautiful song. A part-time Minnesotan. Sleep well, sweet, sweet Hutch. This has been another segment of Another One Bites the Dust. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Ow! Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey! Another one bites the dust. Hey! God, Ben Percy is so cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> joined now... To talk about imminent brewing is not Laura Myers, but Laura Myers' weekly list partner, Christy Purcell. Hi, Christy. Hi. Hey, Christy. I did not follow Ben Percy. I mean, isn't Ben woo. Percy cool? Is just, I mean, he's just, and not only does such he have, does he have such like the greatest voice ever? I am a, I, I, I think you know, it, guilty pleasures, right? I'm a comic book geek. Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And and uh I actually for Christmas this year this year I gave myself a present. I, I bought a subscription to the Marvel Digital Comic Books. Oh. He writes a comic book called Ghost Rider that um is fantastic. Like this is I this the story arc that he's like I can see this being a, a, a Marvel movie. Like it's it's pretty cool. Anyway, well he is a he is a movie writer producer. Yes, now, he is. So yes, he is. It might happen. Oh. Danny, you, yeah, we got to introduce you to Ben sometime. He's he's, he's one yeah. of our local celebrities. I love he the voice. Yeah. yeah. Well, so now is the time on the program when we salute our sponsor, Imminent Brewing. Imminent Brewing. 
I, I got to say this past weekend, um, all of us, all of us in this room and virtual room went and hung out at Moxie Gras, which was a blast. And I totally failed, Rich, because my primary job was to completely suck up to Derek and Laura. That's true. And I failed. Um, I doubt that very much. Well, no, no, I, I did. I failed. I tried to do a little sucking up to Derek because um, you sit next to me. But then everybody on the stage, at one point, they turned over to the table and they really sucked up to to Laura and Derek. And there was no way. I mean, what could I do? And also, I was, also not only were you um, sitting next to Derek, but you were also sitting next to Christy's two kids who were yeah. super cool. And they were the most interesting <laughs> people at the table. <laughs> They Un were until absolutely. we had to go. We didn't get to save for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. I know you. You snuck out. I didn't get to say goodbye. So I, I was know. like, oh man, it was it was so fun. Well, um, we won't schedule a play date at noon, um, huh. next time because <laughs> yeah, is, we see. thought ten to noon. Oh, that'll be plenty of time. Right. But, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you know, we live and learn. Yes, exactly. So uh, I'm completely. Moxie and Lexi did a great job. They oh, did. They all, they all did, did. Man, they were fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. And imminent brewing, uh, Northfield's living room is as ever the very best sponsor and and Derek and Laura always like oh you don't have to suck up to us because they're such a fan of music they're such a fan they of are. Rich they're such a fan of Daniel G Moyer of local radio KYMN they're such a part of our community and uh, absolutely they they are are part of the fabric here they so absolutely are it's it's lovely to go and patronize their establishment to mm -hmm. make sure that they stay that way and they, and you can so, you can take your dog there, and I plan to yeah actually perhaps in not very long from now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so so Rich, what's going on at Imminent this weekend? Well, this weekend, uh, I'm glad you asked that question, Danny. Uh, this weekend, the musical guest is uh, oh, Oak and Payne, uh, Colleen Martin Oak, and Lindsay okay. Payne. Uh, are, are two people from, they, they play in a band called The Wreck. Oh. And, and The Wreck is, The Wreck is a bunch of, you might have even heard of The Wreck, Danny. The Wreck is a bunch yeah. of St. Olaf uh, musicians from about our time when yeah. we were at Olaf, right? Uh, and Colleen, uh, I think, was a year ahead of you at Olaf. Lindsay was definitely a couple of years ahead of you. Um, but it's, it, it, uh, so they've got this great band and then when they need to pare it down to just an acoustic duo, they do that. And they're wonderful. I love Colleen and Lindsay. And uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing them on Saturday night. Uh, tomorrow night, the uh, the food truck at Eminent Brewing is Smoke. It's a barbecue truck. Yep. And then on Saturday, it's Deep Roots Concessions, which is like northern Minnesota type fare. It's good stuff. They got they do a really good Polish sausage, actually. It's, it's great, yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday, it's it's Potter's Pasties. Classic. Uh, brew Dog of the Month is someone named Wilson. Has Ginger ever been the Brew Dog of the Month at uh, at Eminem Brewing? No, not we're yet. We're gonna have to work on that. Okay. Right. Yeah. I sweetie mean, pie? I think so. Yeah. I, I, by the way, I didn't call you can, Sweetie Pie. I called, you, I called Ginger I know she's pie. here in the studio with us. Yeah. Um, is there a nomination process? I, I, you know what? We know people. 
all of I us know, here. We do. We, we all know people. <laughs> but I want to go through the proper channels. I especially can't have any special favors done for me as oh, a public servant. That's true. Oh. That's true. Oh, Christy, wow. by the way, folks, Christy comes to us like she drove here to uh, KYMN Studios straight from the state capitol building where she's been making laws and things. Just just a few laws and things. Just a, no, you know. no laws tonight, so I got off a little bit early. Okay. Well, well that's awesome. You know, and I'm trying to ask questions here and there, but there's a couple things that you never want to see made. One are the, the process for making laws or sausages. Yes. You know, I asked Christy about, so you're drinking a lot of Red Bull and Mountain Dew and coffee, and she's like, no. I'm like, what? Good for you that you don't, don't drink that. any of that stuff. Not That's, yet. No, yeah. I'm two weeks in. We got 13 weeks to go. Yeah. So we'll see if I survive okay. it. Okay. Speaking of drinking things, Dragon's Gold yes. Juicy IPA, Gateway Cream Ale, Stefantastico Italian Pilsner, Bok Bok Bok, Bok Bok Bok. That's my favorite, favorite beer. Barely my favorite beer name. Raven's Nest Stout, Off Leash Vienna Lager, Cannon River Pale Ale. Sure do brown ale, barrel aged Lionel's strong ale, Fred the beer hazy IPA, quick in the red IPA, hourglass ESB, cobble cobble sour ale, and a seltzer. Nice. Uh, if you uh, have, oh, let's see, hours. What are the hours? What are the hours? What are the hours? Well, let me scroll I'm, back up. I'm sitting here remote, and I'm trying to keep you on track. I know. You know it, you, it, there was a very nice segue from the caffeinated beverages yes. into what's on tap. That Thanks. Was, I, that I, you're I, almost professional. I, I'm learning my craft. Anyway. Uh, craft beer. <laughs> craft beer. There we go. Uh, on Wednesday, the hours are 4 to 8 p.m. On Thursday, the hours are 4 to 9 p.m. Friday, the hours are 4 to 10 p.m. Saturday, the hours are 1 to 10 p.m. And Sunday, 1 to 7 p.m. If you have any questions, if you need any more information, visit imminentbrewing.com. I should say one thing, one other thing. Um, we are going to have to make some accommodations at some point because um, as of this afternoon, Danny, we have a yeah. second sponsor. No. Yes, we do. I'll, I'm just going to make the... you. Who's, who did you sucker this time? Verbenia vi, uh, vinyl. Verbenia vinyl. The Amazing. new. Excellent. The new, and I think it's Verbenia. I, it, it, I don't think it's Verbena. Verbena is the flower. Verbena. Well, that's what it is then. Okay. So it's not ver, Verbena. That's too bad because I, I think Verbenia sounds better. But Verbena vinyl. Put, just put a little like <laughs> squiggle over that N. Like the exactly. NDA. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Vicki Scott, who owns Verbena vinyl, uh, has signed up, signed on to be a co-sponsor with Imminent Brewing. Of, That's some big shoes to fill. Of wow. the weekly list. She has just opened a record store yes. on Division Street in downtown Northfield. I have been there. I have purchased a share record from her. Talk about guilty pleasures. Ooh, and yes. uh, and I intend to uh, 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 be there quite a bit. Uh, Vicky's going to be on the show with us uh, next week, Danny. Ooh, thank not, you. Not for the whole show. Not for the whole show, but she's going to do a quick little uh, spot with us. Oh, well, then that's fantastic because, I mean, you know me, dude. I'm always looking for, like, good vinyl shops. Yeah, I know you are. And this is awesome, too. I'm like, the idea that there's a new vinyl shop in Northfield, whereabouts on, on, is it going to be on Division? It's on Division Street. It's right next to Hogan Brothers. 
Oh, great. It's, in fact, it's right across the street from the crappy little department uh, apartment that I was talking about where I lived with Jeremy Stolen in 1989. This works karmically, then. It does. It does. <laughs> it does. Oh, man. Okay. So, oh, I'm so psyched. I'm so, so psyched. I got to... I've got a running list of vinyl that I'm looking for. I, I, I actually, I, I, I sent Vicky a list of stuff too. I, you come across any of the stuff, give me a call. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, Christy is here specifically because this next song needs no introduction. Well, and first I'm going to introduce it, but yes, it needs no introduction. And I want to just say on the record. You know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead and say, but I've got questions for you. Okay. Actually. I want to say on the record. I do yeah. not believe in guilty pleasures. I believe Thank if you. something gives you pleasure, don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel embarrassed about it. Like, own it. And I think this show is actually proving that guilty pleasures need not be shameful or hidden no. or feel guilty because no. you are putting this out on the airwaves. We are, boy, some of the... <laughs> sappy syrupy stuff <laughs> yes. we've got on this show tonight you got yeah i mean yes. it's, it's it's crazy yes i mean you, you just well, missed england such... dan and john ford coley for gosh sakes oh, I mean, yeah man. yeah i look i peeked at the list it looks christy i think you're right because we are such a shame-based culture yes. and society and it's like that can that could be like a the chain that holds you down yes and, that and, messes you that messes you up danny's been trying to explain to me uh, throughout the whole show that he doesn't even understand the concept of, of music as a guilty pleasure because he oh. doesn't he doesn't see you know he doesn't see black and white or you know, he doesn't see he doesn't see cool and not cool he just sees music as a linear thing I love and, that and, and Christy honestly what I thought what what my interpretation was is pick six songs that is going to intentionally aggravate Rich so that was what I <laughs> went with every show <laughs> Danny I happen to know you do that every show he does do I that I do show. but this I thought I'd put extra special focus so this, this was like no holds barred this was like yeah like it was like the yeah, governor's exactly. office most obnoxious exactly. you, are, you are off the off the leash tonight Danny <laughs> do whatever you need to do tonight I, I like that this is now the did you say the post obnoxious uh, I am now post obnoxious it's kind of like <laughs> post capitalism Post. But I like post. I like that. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. so yep, this I'm next post song, obnoxious. Yeah, this next song, you know, was one that I chose by. Oh, the way. I was gonna I I wasn't sure who, yeah, who made yeah. this pick. Um but you know, if you really want to get in your feelings, if you really want to send it to someone you just are are deeply, madly, uh passionately in love with, if you just want to sweep them off their feet and woo them and um you know what? I'm going to dedicate this song, even though I didn't pick this song. Rich picked this song. I'm going to dedicate this to uh, to my children because I nice. do. I, I love them so much, and I care about them so much, and I just feel that this is this is a, a way that I can express my um, my my admiration for the the young people they're becoming, and you know, this song just it really has it all, and. Uh, I, I feel zero guilt about this song, um, and they love it as well. So just to spread more love, uh, I, I'm really excited that this song made the weekly list. That's that's really beautiful, and it, I appreciate your vulnerability. And I'm I'm tearing up a little bit because I know how much Aww. you love your kids. So Aww, thank you, and thank you so how supportive you are of them, and you know how you're there for them. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. I don't even think you need to introduce or give the name of the song. I think you just played oh, it I, I didn't and... intend to. And you're listening to The Weekly List on 95.1 KYMN, The One.
From Danny's favorite year, 1975, that was <laughs> Van McCoy doing the hustle. And the Soul City Symphony. Van McCoy and the Soul City Symphony. He had some helpful friends. The hustle. Did you know how to do the hustle back in the day? Actually, I did. And that's why this song, I was one of those guys, when I lived in Columbus, Ohio, during the 70s, um, I was, Tremont Elementary School was like a hotbed of dance, disco material stuff. Because I had a music class there, and we all learned how to dance the hustle. We, I remember having classes on uh, Fifth of Beethoven, you know, the Walter mm-hmm. Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the hustle, for some reason, I always love this. And there, there's another song called Popcorn by Hot yeah. Buttered that I like, too. And I almost went with that, but I thought the hustle is... Yeah, that has to be in there. I just love that song. My favorite story about the hustle is another personal story. Um, About a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I was uh, Jeff Johnson was on vacation and I was hosting the KYMN morning show and I was trying to get everything together at like 558 a.m. Show starts at six and I wasn't ready yet and I needed a song. And I just sort of looked at the at our system and just grabbed whatever was like right there, and it was the hustle by Van McCoy. Nice. Right? Okay, so I throw the hustle on, gives me a like I, I, I just bought myself about four minutes, right, which is enough. Yeah. My buddy John Thomas, who you have met, John and Emmy oh, yeah. uh, down down in Imminent, um, <laughs> happened to be driving by. At that moment, and, and for, for those of you who don't know, folks, our studios look out right directly onto Division Street in beautiful downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Um, JT pulls up in front of the studio, opens the door, gets out, does a little dance, gets back in his car, and drove away. Nice. It was hilarious. Love that. It was great. And yeah, John Thomas, who I already love dearly, just wormed his way in my heart just a little bit more. See, you know, and here, what your story tells is a just a really good illustration that I I think a lot of people. And my experience with radio is not just here on the weekly list. I've also done it in Fergus Falls. I did it in Grinnell when I lived there and stuff like. You know, I think that a lot of people look at DJs on the radio and they're like, "Oh, well, it's a perfect mix of music and everything is so perfectly sequenced." And they think it's a big no. Sometimes you just need a quick six minutes. Yeah. So you grab something that has six minutes and you pop it there. Yep. And in the last thirty seconds, you're going, "Ah, oh, what would follow that?" Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's there's a lot of serendipity in uh, mm-hmm. radio. And that's one of the things I love about radio. It it's a living, breathing. Thing. I love that's doing why radio. I love radio. I love doing radio. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I think playing the hustle give, gives us an opportunity to um, defend disco on yeah. this show, right? Disco, I think, to some people, is, our age is still kind of a guilty pleasure, right? No, no. Dis- the, the the disco sucks movement died in about 1987, folks. It 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 it, it, it the disco sucks uh, movement lost its relevancy about the same time Kiss did. I, you, I'm I'm blaming the whole disco sucks thing. I I got to go back to the Chicago White Sox and blame yeah, them. Yeah, disco demolition, and when they blew yeah. up their own outfield. Yeah, yeah, that's the White Sox, man. Yeah. I've always hated the White Sox. You know, you know who did. Because- 
You know who did that? Who was in charge of that? Like the guy who's now got the Saints, Mike Beck, right? who was the owner of the Saints for yeah. years and years and years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And anyway. I like the Saints though, but Me too. Know. All right. So that was the hustle. Now, this next song, Danny, I am so glad you picked this song. Not because I like it, right? <laughs> but because of its historical significance to KYMN. Really? You don't know this, and that's that's what makes it such such a beautiful thing. This next song was the first song ever played on KYMN when we went live on the air in September of 1968. Are you serious? This was it. This was the song. Oh, wow. I love this song. We're talking about the fifth dimension and up, up, and away. I don't like this song. Um. <laughs> What? I don't I like love this song. this song. This one goes back to my childhood and cuz the the reason that I love this is, you know, I was I was born in 67. This song, you know, mm-hmm. um it was there right from the beginning of me, I guess. And I used to watch Sesame Street and I just remember there was this thing on hot air balloons on Sesame Street and it's a video and this is the music that they played. And PBS and Sesame Street Mr. Rogers, too, some really musical adept cats oh, yeah. that did that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, the jazz playing in S- Mr. Ses- Rogers. Sesame Street, man, they got Toots Thielemann to do the... Thielemann's. Uh, the, Toots uh, Thielemann's. Is it Thielemann? I, I don't... It's Thielemann's. I, it's a weird name. Anyway, Toots yeah. was, was the greatest harmonica player oh, ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. He was amazing. But, so they used... I, I used to... When they would have this episode with that, I just loved it. And I loved the song. I've got a playlist of 70s stuff. Um, and this song is on there. It has to be. Yeah. Okay. Early childhood stuff. And this was from when I lived in, I, I want to say it was Seattle at the time okay. that this song right. really connected with me. Uh, Christy uh, made a dedication. By the way, how cool was it that Christy Purcell just sort of materialized in the studio? That was yeah. awesome. That was awesome. We love it when when that happens. Um, Christy dedicated that song to her kids. I am actually going to uh, make a dedication. The first time I've ever done this actually on the weekly list. I'm going to make a dedication. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, the guy who is, was the, is, is like Mr. K Y M N. His mm. name is Wayne Eddie. And, yeah. uh, uh, Wayne is in, uh, is in hospice right now. Uh, and I just, you know, I, uh, <laughs> he's been in hospice for a few months and I'm guessing he's got many, many more months to, uh, yet, but, uh, uh, we just wanted to, to, uh, pay our respects to the man who, without whom we would not be sitting here. Uh, yeah, this is, that's this, very true. And this was a song that he chose, uh, uh, to introduce, uh, KYMN to the world. So, uh, what, what yeah. a hip choice. I gotta right? just say that's, that's cool. That's a great right. choice. What a hip choice. So, Wayne, this one's for you, my friend. This is The Fifth Dimension with Up, Up, and Away on KYMN Radio AM 1080. Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? Would you like to ride? Yeah. 
Stop me from shaking 
And uh, there it is, Danny, the guiltiest of all my guilty pleasures, Mr. Barry Manilow. With Barry Mandy. Manilow rocks, dude. There, you shouldn't feel guilty about that. Mandy's a great I song. Am, I am deeply embarrassed by how much I actually really love Barry Manilow. Why? I, oh. I, Barry Manilow is so not cool. He is so oh, not cool. Oh, Weekend in New England? Oh, my God. Casablanca he, or, or he, uh, uh, Copacabana uh, is what you're saying. Copacabana. I almost picked that. Yeah, I I just, I I grew up like, you know, you, you, you love the you love the music that your parents played uh, when you were a little kid in the house, right? My parents yeah. were not big on playing a lot of music, right? But my dad did play some Glenn Campbell, who I love, yep, that's right? Cool. And my mom played Barry Manilow, and that's it. Andy, Mandy's a okay, great song. Here's here's information though that I did not have until this week. He didn't okay. write Mandy. No, he did not. He also did not write I Write the Song. No, he didn't. He, nor did he write the other song I was considering using, which is Looks Like We Made It. Oh, yeah. Um, he, this was originally, this this song started uh, its uh, life as a song called Brandy. Mm-hmm. And it was recorded by the, I can't remember the name of the guy who wrote it. But it was recorded by that guy. And then it was recorded by somebody else as Brandy. And then at the same time, Looking Glass had their hit. Brandy, yeah, you're a fine. Brandy, you're a fine. Which is my karaoke song, by the way. And oh. uh, um, uh, so Clive Davis, uh, Barry Manilow was making his second album, and Clive Davis had taken an interest in Barry Manilow. Uh, and and he's like, "We're gonna find you a hit." And Barry's like, "What? I I I'm a, I'm a songwriter. I'll write my own yeah. stuff." The, no, he wrote we're jingles. Gonna, we're yeah, exactly, exactly. No, we're gonna find you an actual hit song. And, uh, uh, he brought him brandy and, wow. and, and, uh, but it was like, it was like super up tempo and, and, um, Barry completely rewrote the song and changed, even changed the name from brandy to Mandy. Now it was originally written by two guys named Richard Kerr and Scott English. Those are and the Scott English is the guy composers. who, who recorded it originally. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, here's here's something that will change. Do you remember the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, of course I do. Okay, and there was a spinoff show called Angel. Sure. Um, a- Barry Manilow played pivotal in the character of Angel on that show. Oh, he did. Yeah, very very much so, and they never really explained why. And okay. there was, you know, Angel the Vampire was a vampire with a soul, and he was immortal. And part of the whole story was. He was a vampire in the revolutionary time period and he lost his great love. And so there was one episode that showed him moping through time of 200 years all by himself. And at one point he's sitting in a diner in the 1970s and the song Mandy comes on. Hmm. And then the, I think the episode may have been called Mandy, but it, for him, for the character of Angel, Barry Manilow's music was just central because of the song Mandy. And because of that, when you look at the lyrics to the song, standing on the edge of time, that's exactly yeah. what the character of Angel did. And because of that episode, I hear the song Mandy, and I have a much darker take hmm. on it from the vantage point of a vampire 
who has been terrible and killed all these people, but now has their soul and has to live with the consequences of their actions and are immortal. They'll live with that forever. So wow. Wow. that's what I think about when wow. I hear Mandy. And that's why I don't think of it as like frivolous. I just, I just think about how much my mom loved this song, loves this song. <laughs> so there it is. I and, throw you vampires. And, and my, my brother, my brother's the same way. My, my, my brother, we can't get away from it. We both love Barry Manilow and, and uh, someone caught caught him. He was when he was living in uh, Houston. Uh, one of his buddies like got into the car with him, and Mark turned on the car, and and the Barry Manilow CD was was in it, and like immediately, like Mandy comes on the stereo, and uh, my brother's buddy looked at him and said, "You know, they're going to take away your man card." Oh man, see, and it's stuff like that that's ridiculous. Right, right. If it, if I will tell if, you, when if October it makes goes, you happy, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's got a live album called Barry Live or something. Well, but there's a segment yeah. of him doing all of his jingles, and it's the the the, the VSM, the very strange medley. Yeah, yes, it's hilarious. It's super fun, especially if you grew up. When all of those those commercials were on TV, like you, re- yeah, for for you and I, like there, there's no way a, a someone born in in 1992 would recognize any of that stuff. Right? Oh no! But but we're old enough that we would re- we recognize it all. It's fun. It's uh, that's uh, Manila Live, the the blue yeah, Manila Live. Yeah, that's yeah. it. All right, but man, dude, I love Barry Manilow, and and I have been known when I'm by myself. Let me be honest and say that when I'm by myself sitting in the car, I've got my ultimate Manilow uh, CD. Mm-hmm. I will belt that at the top, full voice in the car when I'm by myself. I love that. It's great travel music. Character is what you do when nobody is looking. Yeah. Well, folks, that's going to just about do it for this here edition of the weekly list. If you like the show, there's a lot of different ways you can hear us. Uh, we're on uh, KYMN Radio, 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, unless there is a, uh, uh, a sporting event like tonight, the Raider girls like hockey team uh, playing uh, uh, Edina, actually, tonight uh, in, in the state hockey tournament. So we're on at 11 instead tonight. Are you feeling conflicted about that? No, Rich? not at all. Go Raiders. Okay. Go Raiders. Good. Yeah. Good. No, no, Northfield is my home. Good. All right. Um, you know, uh, we've got a good, uh, uh, solid uh, social media presence. I uh, run the Weekly List uh, Facebook page under the Weekly List where I post every new show every Friday morning. Danny has the underscore weekly underscore list Instagram page where he does weird stuff because that's just his life. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So, so, you know, go find them, give them a like, uh, you can find this show also on KYMNradio.net. We stream it. You can go to our program page and find all of the old, uh, uh, archived, uh, episodes of the weekly list. All right. Daniel G. Moyer. We, uh, we end tonight where we began. Yes. Air supply, man. That is, I'm, I'm, I am so psyched. I love this band. The song that we're going to play is the title track from their Now and Forever album. This is my all-time favorite Air Supply song, and I will cop to everything. This is one of the most romantic, beautiful, swirling, just swooning kinds of songs. And everything about the melody is just 
so over the top and Russell Hitchcock's voice in it just soars. And there's, it's got all the kitchen sink production and I'll cop to that. And it's even got a wonderful key change that works, works really you know, well. That's one of the things, and, that's one of the things I was going to mention right off the top of the bat. And I forgot a lot of, yeah. key, a lot of key changes on the, uh, the show tonight. A lot oh, of key yeah. changes. And, and and from a musician's point of view, what you're doing when you're what what the purpose of this is, it's it's kind of a workaround way to add extra energy into a song is to go from like the key of C into the key of D because there's an uplift of a whole step in everything and it gives energy. And look for it here in, in this last song that we're gonna play. And I'm still bummed that we didn't put David Soul in anywhere, but yeah, that was that, that was a mistake. Either. That was a mistake. Well, um, what's done is done. We are going to have to do another one of these shows at some point, I think. Yeah. It, folks, if you like if you like this show in particular, let us know and tell us what your guilty pleasures are. We want to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Post get, it on get, the Facebook page. Yeah, get, it, get I, on our Facebook page and just post some. I struggle with trying to figure out what things I should feel bad about liking, <laughs> you know, or are not cool. <laughs> so I need help. Help me. Help a brother out. Pretty much all Scandinavian pop is not cool, dude. All right. Anyway. All right, Danny, I hope you have fun on Saturday night at your air supply concert. Absolutely. I will. You and know, I, I hope Russell, Russell Hitchcock does not fall off the stage. I hope not either. I'm going to be sitting there, you know, I I'm up in the nosebleeds cause I always buy the cheapest seats. Yeah, I, know you do. I just want to be in the room. You just okay. sit there by myself and sing along. That's why I don't like to go to concerts with you. Oh, come <laughs> the on. only, that's the only reason though. Cause I love to go to concerts with you. I just don't want you to buy the tickets. All right, folks, we will talk to you guys again next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Slips through like some drifting sands, but drying the tears can be.
Until all your fears are gone What has all passed is over now I'm here with you I'm here with you I'm holding on I'm holding on Now and forever Remember the words from my heart Will always be true Now and forever Together and
Hey 